I'm Scott Abraham from ABC7 in Washington, D.C. You know who it is. Travis Thomas Experience. This is Eric Edholm of Yahoo Sports. This is Mitch Tischler. This is Al Galdi, and you're listening to The Big Douglas Show. All right. This is The Big Douglas Show. Subscribe, like, pound the notification if you're on YouTube. It is a crossover edition, a season in the making. He is Freddie Ham. She is Maddie Crocker, and together they are HT We Are Podcast. Fella, lady, how's it going? It's going well. Thanks so much for having us. Excited to be talking football with you. It, uh, I was watching Forrest Gump while waiting for uh, you two. I don't know if you knew this or not, but John Travolta turned down the Gump job. What? That would be such a weird, I can't envision John Travolta playing Forrest Gump. It is one of my favorite things. Will Smith was supposed to be Neo. He turned that job down. Oh. Wow. I'm just, John Travolta is Forrest Gump. I'm running across the country, oh my God. (laughs) Not good, not good at all. But yeah, that was it. Wow. Yeah. I think they, I think they got the right guy. <laughs> oh, there's, yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, and same thing with uh, the Matrix, right? Could you imagine Will Smith as Neo? No. But he turned that job well, down. Well, you know, I, I feel like that one. Actually, you know, come to think of it, I think he could pull it off. But Molly Ringwald turned down uh, the Pretty in Pink job. What? Ooh. They asked her first. Yeah, she didn't want to be a prostitute in a movie. Wow. I'd be anything in anything. Oh, yeah, she turned out a pretty woman job, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is wild. I didn't know any of these things. All these new things I'm learning. <laughs> That's what you're here for. That's crazy. Hey. We were talking about movies a couple of weeks ago uh, on, on Andy's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were trying. Yeah, they were trying to say that something other than the '90s had the best movies, and I, you know, there's a bunch of iconic movies that Maddie Jane has yet to see. She needs to see. Listen, Freddie, we don't have to. You don't have to put my business out there. It was already out there. I'm not saying anything that nobody don't already know. Like I wouldn't do you like that, for real. What are, I mean, what are we talking about here? Like. Uh, Rear window Hitchcock hasn't seen it, or like Jurassic Park hasn't seen it. Oh, uh, well. <laughs> Have you ever seen Casablanca, Maddie no. Jane? No. Freddie, right. we don't listen. Okay. <laughs> Casablanca's okay. Rear window is more what's necessary, the Hitchcock stuff uh, from that area. Casablanca's okay. I'm just thinking in terms of, you know, just iconic films. Yeah, I've definitely missed a lot of those. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? Uh-uh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> this is like, this will get you sure, yeah. on all Fred, day. Freddie drove us yeah. down the wrong way on a yeah, one-way street. Like, now is... you're trying to figure your way out. I don't blame you. <laughs> wrong way on a one-way track. Feels like I should be getting somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're in the 90s. Anyway. Oh, you missed it. You miss watching a man get his ear cut off if you haven't seen uh, Reservoir Dogs. So you know, tune in for that. If nothing else. That does sound interesting. Maybe I'll have to check it out. 
All right, let's talk a little bit of football while I got you here. First of all, what did y'all think about the Super Bowl? Had you made picks ahead of time? If you had, I don't think I saw them. I thought uh, I was I was pretty surprised. You know, I definitely I didn't I don't think I went on record anywhere to say what I thought, but I definitely thought the Chiefs were going to win. Um, I, I of course dumb of me to ever bet against Tom Brady, but I did. I really thought the Chiefs would just do what they do, and so I was I was pretty surprised just with the simple fact that Patrick Mahomes like had no time in the pocket ever. But I know obviously they had like you know they had some problems on the line and they've they had some injuries and different things like that but yeah I was definitely surprised uh you know wish there would have been a little bit more of the offensive battle we were hoping for but you know just Patrick Mahomes ran for 497 yards behind the line of scrimmage (laughs) in that game that's a fact came out yesterday 497 that's terrifying good god I thought that was a joke I thought you that's true and you know what's interesting you know what's interesting about that game um quickly is that you talked about the line and that's a fact when washington had those problems they specifically said they were not going to move you know like moses to left tackle and then sheriff to right tackle because then you're fixing you got to fix four problems instead of just plugging one and that is what the chiefs decided to do they moved the left the right tackle over the left tackle shifted a guard to tackle, and then maybe it wasn't going to make a difference, but you could see what the Washington staff was saying by that. For sure. I mean, you got to give a lot of credit to Todd Bowles. Um, the fact that he trusted his line who showed up to play. I mean, one of the big, big reasons why they had success against these high-power Chiefs is they were able to rush for and get home. I mean – That's right. It was – it, it, it was amazing. The game plan from the Bucks on both sides of the ball was just superb. What I couldn't believe was that um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire didn't get his first carry until the second half. He didn't get a single touch in the first half, which is just it, – it's, it's utterly nuts to me. Uh, and the offense early on, and I, we said this on our show, just kind of looked – just looked out of sorts really just didn't see something was off. You know, the, the protection was off. Sure. But I mean, Travis Kelsey not coming down with a ball. He usually comes down with just, you know, I, I don't know. And and it's weird because the chiefs were the ones in this moment, at least who had been there before, you know, obviously Brady. Yes. Brady's been there before, but I mean, you would think that the team that was just there at the dance and knows what it takes to get it done would have uh, been a little bit better prepared, especially coming from an Andy Reid coach team. Well, to your point, Freddie, they got out coached. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You haven't said that about Andy Reid in a long time. They got out coached on Sunday. There's no other they way. They certainly that. did. And Bruce Arians uh, was just masterful putting his staff together. And we've, we've talked about it. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty damn special uh, all the way around. Really, really, really cool. Le- uh, Arians has said repeatedly the only reason he took that job was because Leftwich was available and said he'd go. Mm-hmm. On uh, on Twitter, they have been playing a game. I thought we'd test it out. Okay, it's it's something like a uh, draft trade. And uh, what is the other one? Uh, draft, draft trade sign. 
Yeah, there you go. In free agency. So uh, and we yeah, just play cut, all... cut, cut. <laughs> well, there's going to be a whole lot. There's going to be a lot of cutting. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> a lot of cutting. I mean, I guess we could have gone through the free agency list first. There's some that I'll have to keep. Uh, we can't do that. You think they're going to give Darby uh, fuller money? That's what he'll want, right? I mean, he's earned money. That's for sure. I think he's definitely earned. I. I hope we re-sign him, but it is like, it's hard. I don't know. It's hard to. I'm I assuming he wants the fuller money. I mean, I think it would be. I, Freddie's not about it. Fred, I don't know. I I mean, but that's, that's what's going to happen. Like you have a good season. You're going to want good money. Like that's what you, and that's what happens in the NFL. Like you, you have to pay up. I mean, I would hope, you know, we all would hope that, you know, they came, they gave him the prove it deal. He proved it. You would hope that they would, you know, he would want to stay here and maybe, but like, I feel like less and less you're, you're hearing about team friendly deals. Like he's going to go where the money is. And I hope, I don't know though. I don't know. It's, I don't think, I think, I think he's one of two that only that didn't miss a snap on defense this year. Or a man that hadn't gotten paid because he was injury prone. I mean, that's kind of what you signed that one year deal for. Yeah. Freddie, you hate it. I don't hate it, but uh, I'm not down with giving him a contract similar to Fuller if that's what he's looking for. I mean, I think he would probably be justified in asking for that, but yeah, I mean, and that's the risk that you take as an organization when you sign a player to a one-year prove-it deal. You know, you hope that you get the production out of them because they're playing for that big contract. But then when the time comes, it's like, well, <laughs> now you gotta, now now you gotta pay up, and I don't. I don't necessarily like the idea of allocating too much money to our number two corner, even though there's people within the fan base who would say, well, no, he's the number one corner. I I don't believe that. Um, But I mean, I think that you have other options and I think that we could get, uh, we could get, we could get good cornerback play from a number two guy, not named Ronald Darby uh, and spend less money. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm for bringing him back, but it's got to be for the right price. And if you ask me what the right price is, um, you know, I'm not the cap guru and I'm not the guy who's working out his contract numbers. So, Well, if we assume that it's around eight to nine million a year and you hate that, then I'm curious, That's... you must you must loathe 15 million for a sheriff then. Oh, well, I've been outspoken about this. I, I don't believe that he's, I, I don't think he's worth it. I know that the market dictates it. I know the all pro thing, all this stuff. I'm just, I, I'm not down with it. I, I'm not down with it at all. He's an interior offensive lineman. I, I'm not saying that you can just pick up those guys off the street and have success. But I yeah, am because the Colts are getting ready to give Quentin Nelson 15 million a year with no problem. They're going to stroke that check happily. I just resign Brandon Sheriff. Resign Brandon Sheriff. Come on. Yeah, we're it's it has been amazing the amount of no. people I've talked to this no. year that have switched their opinions, me included, from week one to now, from the no way, no how to Discussion. You need more blue chip players on the team. Brandon Sheriff, when healthy, is a blue chip player under 30. 
And bottom line, this is something I love that is kind of He's been inconsistent even when he has been healthy. But this, listen, he also, when he's like, he knows he's a free agent now. After the last game of the season, they're asking him, he's like, He's not saying, you know what? He's like, I want to be in Washington. I love it here. I love coach. I want to be here. Like, not only is he a great player, but he wants to be here. And I'm sorry, there's something to be said about that as well. Like, I love that. And he's good enough where you pay him the money. Like, come on. Like, yeah, this year may not have been his best year, even though this is the year he's all pro. Listen, I'm not mad at it. But, like, I think you sign him. Like, I think he's one of those guys you want on your team. But – Freddie, Freddie's just so disgusted by the whole thing. Freddie doesn't want to pay anybody. That's the that is not yeah. true. That is not neither, true. Neither but, does the owner, but, but unfortunately, that's how you get players. You pay them. I'm just not. I, I I don't want to dedicate that much, that much cap to to sheriff. I just don't. Well, of I course, just, that's have, why you're trying to find a quarterback on a rookie deal, right? Because then you can afford sure, to pay guards and but, two quarters and a. I don't. I just. I, I hate the idea of having fifteen million dollars against the cap going to your right guard. I, I'm sorry. I just. I. I really, really struggle with that. No, I, I'm with you. I, Gruden somewhere agrees with you. Uh, let's see what else we got here on this uh, team for next year. They will. Uh, they'll most certainly, I think, re-sign the outside linebacker, Kevin Pierre-Louis. I think they like what he did. Couldn't talk enough about him. I like him too. Sign him right, and that he probably doesn't cost a fortune. Yeah, for sure. Cam Sims, <laughs> Maddie Jane, you want to take this one? Because I mean, that was your, he was your boy for a while. He was the he was everybody's. He's boy the no, and every, like everybody oh, needs everybody come at Maddie Jane with the wide receiver questions. She is the wide receiver whisperer. I wouldn't say all that. I just love, I love a good receiver. Uh, Cam, it's Cam, but we all know it. Cam is so up and down. Like he'll have one game where you're like, he's clutch. He's clutch. He can make all the catches. And then he'll drop one, like maybe even the same game next play. And you're like, what? (laughs) Like, what are you doing? So I think you can get him. I don't think there's going to be other teams clamoring for him. Like maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I think you can bring him back. For the cheap, and if you do, yeah, let him come back and compete. Because I think he did enough to prove that, like, he's worth a deal on the cheap. But if he's looking for, you know, any, I can't, any- Im- yeah. I can't imagine he's looking for too much. I I don't think they're going to bring him back anyway. I think I think like he had a tryout year, and and the fact that they're that they're looking just as hard at wide receiver every year as they are at quarterback makes you, you know know everything you need to know about that i'd say that's true i think regardless of the money i just think they'll want to give that spot to someone else who has a higher ceiling has more talent has more potential yeah yeah now the other sims i think is is the bigger disappointment i had expected huge things from him this year uh as with many others and i don't know what happened to him that's really sad because he really i mean his rookie season it was really like wow, like I think like it looked like a gem type. He of was thing. one of the bright spots, one of the few yeah. bright spots. Yeah, That's we were true. talking about. I mean, people were talking about how it was going to be McLaurin, Sims, and whoever they get in that number two spot, and like Sims was going to be the slot guy, was going to hold it down, was going. They had planned on Kelvin Harmon. Yeah, and 
and I and I like Kelvin Harmon. I, I'll I'll tell you something too. Don't sleep on Kelvin Harmon coming back from this injury either. Oh, I agree, definitely, because he's a hand guy. So and yeah, it's not like the ACL is crushing whatever speed he had because no, he wasn't he's, winning uh, the speed I, anyway. I feel like Kelvin Harmon's in that mold of uh, uh, like a to to reference somebody that fans are familiar with here in Washington, like a Pierre Garcon kind of guy. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. I like that a bunch. Maybe not uh, quite as angry. <laughs> That's what I loved about Pierre, man. Pierre just played angry. Yeah. You know? We're familiar with Harmon down here in North Carolina, and he plays angry too. Does he? Yeah, I mean, they, they raved like about that. him. Down here in Carolina, they raved about two things. It's him, and it's um, it's the kid that we drafted uh, last year from NC State. He's got a, a life for me. He's got a hyphenated last name, Smith-Williams. Oh, oh yeah, he, I call he, yeah. He's one of these Freakos height, weight, speed guys that they're really excited about. He was playing in the wrong position down here and um, and injured a bunch. Yeah, uh, they're really excited about that guy. Every Which time I hear his, go ahead. Every time I hear his name, it throws me off. Yeah. There's a, there's a uh, there's a, a pretty prominent group of funeral homes in this area called Smith and Williams. Well, where are you at, Freddie? No. Uh, Virginia Beach, okay. seven five seven, southeast yeah, yeah, of Virginia. Yeah. No, I'm a. Yeah. My dad was in the, the best I'm Virginia. Kemp's, I'm a Kempsville guy. The only part of Virginia that matters, really. Okay. Don't anyway. say that to the Nova folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, the, or the Richmond crew. Yeah, it's all about the eight hundred four. The Richmond crew. Yeah. What a what about that Richmond crew? Listen. Uh, I, had a, I had a roommate. <laughs> I had a roommate in college whose brother lived uh, in a in a stone down there in Richmond. Uh, I went to a VCU Halloween party one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Scars. You ever heard of Scar? Mm-hmm. Weirdest damn thing I've ever been to. Skinheads against racism. What? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah that's right. In Richmond, so we, went, we went to this Halloween party. It was like all these wacko crazy folk. And I was like, eh, I think y'all brought me to the wrong party. And uh-huh. they were like, nah, this is the scar party. I was like, what the hell is the scar party? Skinheads against racism. Nice but real, what? real strange, but how do you luck. have that's like <laughs> oh, listen, okay. I'm a, all right, all right. Yeah. Right, listen, you, you don't you don't uh ask questions at the scar party. You just okay. Say, what thanks happens at the great, scar thanks, party stays at the scar party. <laughs> the drinks were free, yeah. Uh, yo, but, VCU, uh, yeah, they, they can throw a good party up there. I have some friends who went to VCU. So, uh, I, Earlier in the season, I had planned on having a conversation with you all about D tackles. There is no way to keep them all. That's why I'm always suggesting a trade that involves one. So then that means let's play the odd man out game, right? You've got Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Ionitis, Tim Settle, and really they were playing my guy Smith Williams at D-Tackle a bunch this year. So you can't pay big money to three of those. Who goes? Matty Jane, you want to take it? No, you go first. (laughs) I knew you were going to defer. I knew you were going to defer your choice. Well, everybody's half. got answers, so uh, all right. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, the, the the odd man out. Who's the one that I think the one that you don't pay? And my opinion has changed on this because it used to be 
it used to be John Allen because John Allen is my guy. Um, but John Allen's also a leader. He's a Ron Rivera guy. He really, really fits in that mold. Um, you kind of have a really similar skill set in Allen and Payne. I mean, I do think that Payne is, I think that Payne is a little more talented than Jonathan Allen, but I think you're going to get similar levels of production out of both. And I think ultimately you're going to get more for Payne because he's younger, his stats are better. Uh, so I would say, I would say Payne would be the odd man out. I'd say you sign Jonathan Allen to a long-term deal. He is your staple at D tackle. And then you just get guys alongside him. I mean, I'd feel really, really good with John Allen and Matt Ioannidis, who's our best interior rusher. And then you have settle in that, in that rotation. I mean, you know, those three guys yet, yeah, and you have Smith Williams to that or whoever else you might bring in. And um, I really don't think that the defensive line really misses a beat that much. Um, and then uh, if you can get something for, like I said, if you can get return for pain, because as you said, we can't keep them all. And we've just seen it happen time and time again, where player after player, they just run through their deal and then they're gone and we have nothing to show for it. They're, yeah, we just have nothing to show for it. Uh, Preston Smith's a good example of that. <sighs> yeah, I think, I think I would much rather see as crazy as it kind of seems, I would much rather us trade one away in like getting, you know, in a deal of getting a quarterback that could possibly be our future um, or something like that, you know, like maybe like a Deshaun Watson, if he would get traded or something like that. But um, I, I think that um, there's part of me, there's a little part of me that thinks that Jonathan Allen would take a deal that was be somewhat team friendly. There's a little part of me that thinks he would do that. I don't know if that's true or not. I agree. No, I agree. I think there's a part of me, but still, if one has to go, I do think like, I think, Oh, I hate it. I hate it. But I don't know. I think it probably, I would probably go with pain as well. But again, I would almost rather it be like in a trade situation where, you know, you just know that you have to give up one of these guys. Cause I just hate the thought of, I hate the thought of losing any of them, but I think I would, I think I would do the same thing particularly when you know you got to pay the, the two ends, you know, yeah. it's just a lot of money on that D line. Now I got to say, I've, I've always been the Duran Payne guy. I think he comes to, to Warren Sapp. I think he hadn't even got close to hitting his potential, but I will say this, Freddie, you said something that I hadn't really thought about. If you're going to get best bang on your buck in a return, it is by trading Duran Payne. The other thing that I was thinking of, and Maddie kind of alluded to it a little bit with the team friendly deal but, you know, with those stats and everything else, I think Payne is going to command way more money when it comes time than Jonathan Allen. Um, and you can even look at the draft position, too. We, we drafted Jonathan Allen at 15. We drafted Payne at five, uh, you know, and he's the younger guy. I think so. 12 or 13 or something. What I was think. that? I think Payne was like 12 or 13 or something. Well, yeah, yeah that's the pain year because that was uh was either vita vea it was interesting it was either vita vea or vita vea. Yeah, it could have been i'm looking it up it's either way i mean they're in they're, they're gonna the, the number shouldn't be that much different although i think you guys are fooling yourself to think that jonathan allen is going to take a team-friendly deal because he seems like a nice guy I just think it'll be less money, though, regardless of, you know, you talk about the team friendly thing, but I just think it's going to be cheaper to get him extended than it's going to be 
pain. Well, if any, if if nothing more than you get to extend Jonathan Allen a year earlier, yeah. just by so so therefore just by nature of the salary cap, you won't have to pay as much because the next year. Yeah, Payne was drafted at uh, 13. Allen, I believe, was was drafted at 18, I think. 17, maybe. Because they they talked about moving. They were going to move back up in that draft to take uh, Foster. They hadn't expected Allen to fall that far. Remember, there was something wrong with the shoulder. Right. Shoulder thing. And then that was the year Foster fell. And San Francisco, the only reason they got that was because they had a higher – third round draft pick or whatever it was that year that they were able to offer. Right. Maddie, you had mentioned Deshaun Watson. How many draft picks are you throwing at that deal? And all of them. You're giving up all, you can only give up three. You can give up <laughs> yeah. a fourth in the future. You can give up four if you've got two. Honestly, I, I, I would give up. I would probably give up three. I mean, I know that's, that's a lot. I know. But, like, I just am so – in love with the idea of Deshaun Watson coming here and what he could do and what he could bring and the fact that he's so young. Like, it's just like one of those guys, like if you had any opportunity and so real quick and I'll let you fin- real quick, I'll let you finish it, but we got to clarify it won't be three ones, right? They went three ones, two twos, and at least one young starter, maybe two young starters. So three ones is a fairy tale. Yeah. So even that though, even that, I don't know, I would give, I would give up a lot for Deshaun Watson. Like I would give up a lot. Cause again, if he just comes in and if he continues to be, I think I've said it before, but if he comes in and he continues to be what he's been in Houston, you're not looking back on that stuff and like, man, we gave up too much. I just don't think you are. I mean, maybe if you can't get anyone else, you know, but I think you can, I think if you get Deshaun Watson early enough, there will be plenty of people in free agency. There will be plenty of – you'll get guys wanting to come here if you have Deshaun Watson under center. So I think I would do it. I know it sounds crazy, but I just am so all about Watson that, like, what – I mean, I, I probably – I would do it. I would do it. I think Freddie would do <laughs> Would I be willing to give up in draft capital for Watson? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, two firsts. A second. Oh, oh wait, wait, we we could move on a conversation. So Freddie's out then. <laughs> Freddie is out on Deshaun Watson because there's no way. I mean, there's no way they're taking two ones. I'm just gonna say two. I I would give two firsts, a second, maybe maybe two ones and two twos, um, and then a starter on defense. And I wouldn't give up more than that. Yeah. So then you you just you're out then because I there's there's I don't know. 28 teams in the league right now calling in on Sean Watson, offering as many picks as they can give. Because to I mean, Maddie's point, we're not going to be able to put Watson, together. A, I mean, and we can't put together a package the way that some of these other teams can. We just, there's no way. No, no, he's got a no trade clause. So you're just hoping that the organization's done enough to warrant getting him to come here. Sure. So, are are any of the other quarterbacks piquing your interest? Yeah, you ain't on David Carr. Let's do a quick. Let's do a quick. You just mean Derek. Yes no you mean Derek? Put some yes respect no. on Derek, Derek's name. He Derek is not Carr. his brother who washed out in Houston. Oh, David Carr. Yeah. It's Derek. I mean, I would. Can I, I say would, David. 
I'd be willing to take a fly. I think I would. I wouldn't mind Derek Carr. I there most of the any of the other guys. It's like, uh, like would I give up a whole lot for him? Probably not. But I wouldn't like. I would be okay. I think Derek Carr is right on the line. Like I do think he's. I absolutely think he's better than what we have. But it's like, is he like? All, I don't know that he's all the way up here. You know, I don't know. But I wouldn't hate it. Again, if it was like a lot, if they gave up a lot for him, I'd be like. I'm guessing they want 19 for for Carr. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you know, you'd have to. I mean, I just it's. You're trading a second. Are you trading a second for Marietta? No. I mean, listen. I mean, no. Hell, baby. Listen. Mariota, like with his mobility and he, like we don't like. I really subscribe to the theory that we don't need necessarily an elite quarterback here. We just need one that's good enough, that's mobile, that can do what needs to be done in this offense. It's possible that Mariota could do something good here. Like it's possible. Sam Darnold for the nineteenth pick. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't hate the idea of Darnold either, just because I do think there's possibility and he's young, but I don't know that I can do 19. I don't know. These are hard questions because uh, I, I mean, not to Freddie. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. Freddie has violently ill at the bottom I of the just, screen. I just yeah. think that there's like, after watching Darnold more, I really do think it's possible that like, he's better than what we've seen with him at the jets. We don't know for sure, but like, he I'd give a seventh for Darnold. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't, I don't really, I'm not feeling Garoppolo. No. Something about it. I'm not, I wouldn't. No, no. Matt, Matt Ryan. No, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I, I don't know. Oh, if God, no. Jameis Winston. <sighs> trade Jameis Winston for. To trade him. He's going to hit the market. I was just saying, I would. Market. I was saying, we'll pay him in crab legs. Okay, so that's a no. No. Yeah, I don't know about Jameis. I, yeah, I don't know. Are you interested in trading up to say seven reports? Are they are in love with Justin Fields and his leadership qualities, and they would be looking to trade up to seven? So we talked about. Maddie Jane, we talked about this whole, yes, Justin Fields and his leadership and the type of person that we need at the helm, who would be, we would be willing to trade up for. I'm much, 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 much more in favor of trading up in the first round and drafting our future. And if that's Justin Fields, I'm on board with that. He's not my guy, but I don't necessarily think my guy would be there at seven so which one okay i think i'd be down with justin fields trey lance um you think think trey lance is gonna be there at seven one of the two of them will yeah i mean just by the numbers i think yeah and i mean who would you rather have though well i personally have a love-hate relationship with justin fields because i'm a georgia bulldog fan but uh, I'll let him go and wish him well on the team. I want I want to know, Doug, if you have the chance, if if you're right there, if both of them are available, which one are you going with? I know more about Fields. Trey Lance scares me. He had a one game audition this year, but I will say this: I love love quarterbacks that play baseball. 
And, and, you see, and seriously, that is a trait that I personally look for in evaluating quarterbacks. I just do. So that it makes the gap. I, that to me, Fields would blow him away if it wasn't for the fact that he was a premier baseball player. And I think there's something to that. Odd throwing angles, all that kind of stuff. All of it. I mean, yep. yeah. And you can't, you can't teach that stuff. My, my whole my whole thing, what I've, what I've been talking about is just, I, and I understand why Trey Lance would, would scare you. Um, I like to be scared sometimes. I'm tired. The thing is, I just feel like he, I just feel like he has the opportunity to, I mean, he could go bust, but you could say that about everybody, but I, I just, I think he could be something really, really special. Uh, and I think when you have the opportunity to draft that, you do it. Yeah. I mean, bottom line is, I honestly, I would be fine with Fields or Lance if they traded up for either of those. Pick one. We've talked about it. I think you got I, a choice I, of two. Pick one. I think Freddie would pick Lance. I think I would probably pick Fields. Thank you. Excellent. I love that. I've been waiting. I've been trying to drag that answer out of Maddie Jane for a week, Doug. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. Thank my you. No problem. Uh, what are we going to do with Landon Collins? Oh, man. And that was, hey, there was nobody, there was nobody in Red Washington Football Nation that was more excited for Landon Collins than, than Maddie Jane. Uh, I, mean, I was excited me too. too, but like she did a, she did her own. This was, this is pre HT. We are, she did her, her own podcast dedicated to it. I, I cried uh, when it happened. Cause I was watching as I think it was, um, who was it? Um, Josina, like Anderson, whoever it was. And she was on ESPN or whatever. Yeah. She goes away. She comes back. She's like Landon Collins to Washington. And I was like, <gasps> and I screamed, I started, I was, I was, but and we'll also say there's no the, the the head of the um Cam Curl fan club is Freddie. So we'll say that as well, okay? Which fair enough. Cam Curl, come on. I don't know what the heck. I think cuz I don't think you trade Landon Collins. I don't think anybody's going to want that contract. No, so I don't think you can no. trade. Him. So I have no idea what you do with him. That is an And we got dead question. money. Like that's that's not an option. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I wish that they I does he want to do anything other than be strong i don't feel like he's no in fact they, that, that's come up and they've actually asked him about moving the linebacker in his position on that and he's always set up a safety but maybe since he's already been paid you know and he's not going anywhere uh but i was mentioning this to somebody on twitter i can't remember who now um i wonder if they just have him flip positions right and because I, I need to get the numbers but i would assume that they were in that big dime three safety formation a lot last season uh, and so I imagine they probably just switch them and use Landon in that big dime money back situation because you're right, nobody's taking the contract. And and frankly, I don't know if he's you know just asking. I think we assume you can just switch to outside linebacker and be fine. I'm not necessarily sure that's how it works. It's, I don't think it's uh, that simple. <laughs> and and Freddie's still like the co-president because I was on Cam Curl since like week four. I talked about Cam Curl the day after the draft. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't talk good about him. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Adam. <sighs> Listen. It wasn't me. Bottom line is now everybody's in the fan club because Cam Curl, 
they was hating on Cam Curl. It wasn't me. Yes, and, and now and now you've got to package Cam in part of your Houston deal, Maddie. I, I'm sorry, Freddie was. I probably do it. <laughs> I I love Cam Curl. I love him. But Deshaun Watson, you have a chance to bring him to DC. There's not many players that I'm like, nah. Like I probably would be like, I'm listening. There's okay. two. There you would let Cam Curl go. There are Maddie two players on the roster that can't be a part of a trade package for Deshaun Watson. Two. Yeah, we know. We all know who they are. Maybe, maybe one. And I feel bad saying that. Maybe there's only one. Fair enough. I, I fair enough. Honestly, that's what I'm saying. Like I love Cam Curl. I would hate that. Deshaun Watson like that's all Deshaun Watson Freddie if you're not willing to give up cam curl for Deshaun Watson come on are you really not for Deshaun Watson I already said I said on our own show that if it was a deal breaker if it's signed sealed delivered okay we can get Deshaun and we have to give up curl that's it then I would do it like, if it came down to it, yes. But I feel like anything short of giving up Chase Young, which he's – I mean, that's the guy we've all been thinking, right? He's the only – he is the true one that's, that's off right. limits, period, yeah. right? And I'm pretty sure that the second guy is Terry McLaurin. I don't know, if, I don't know where Doug, Doug was going with that, but I'm thinking the second uh, guy is the second guy, Yes. The yeah, second yeah, yeah. But – but, and, and you could – I could – Think long I would, and hard depending on what I did. Yeah, um, yeah. I just I, I would rather give up. I, I would rather give up some somebody else. Um, that, but I'm just like I just feel like, you know, especially with where we have where we have depth because Chase Young was the most exciting defensive player in the last decade to come out of college. We've said this before, and I I, I don't. It's really, really sensitive with this fan base. But, I mean, Maddie Jane and I have talked about – you know where I'm going with this, Doug. But it, it, it's true. We haven't had someone with this type of special talent with what he can do since Sean. I, there hasn't been anyone on this team. There, there have been few players in the league at all that I have seen since the time that Sean played that I've thought to myself – they're special in the way that Sean was. There's been very, very few, and there's been none on this team. And Chase is Chase is in that mold. Now, and I don't know if he's still there. At some point, he was the the NFL Twitter's header. And I mean, the league, the league uh, players and staff and coaches and fans, the whole thing. Are he's become that dude now. Like Maddie Jane, you remember dude. when we were kids? And people were giving us all kinds of crap, but we could always say, "Yeah, but we got Sean Taylor." Yeah. And Sean Taylor was always the dude. Even the people who hated on the team, like, "Yeah, Sean Taylor, he's that dude." Like they still give him respect. Chase Young has already become that dude. Like, there's people who want to hate on the team, blah 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 blah, but say, "Oh yeah, yeah, Chase Young, he's he's for real, right?" Yeah. There's no doubt. All the little Guys- the. The young kids who are Washington football fans, they can hang their hat on Chase Young. Uh, and they do. I, I didn't look at the most recent jersey sales, but I would have to assume that, one, he blows out our team and got to be in the top five of the league. Oh, absolutely. I don't know that, but I, I mean, I would be willing to bet it for sure. Sure. 
what's the off-season schedule look like for the podcast for you guys? So, uh, so we took a little break right when our season ended, and then uh, we've been back. We've been on our regular schedule the last two weeks. Normally, we put out an episode uh, every Tuesday. Sometimes it doesn't come out until Wednesday, but that's usually what it is. And we only put out one episode a week. Uh, every once in a while, we uh, will put out a bonus episode. When we do that, usually drops on you know Thursday, Friday, sometimes a Saturday, just depending. Um, we have uh, so, like I said, we're pretty much back on our regular schedule. We should have another episode out uh, next week, next Tuesday, right on time. And then uh, we'll probably, depending on what happens, you know, if there are any like big moves made, and with there not being a combine and all that, things kind of kind of die down a little bit so we'll probably take another combine junkie yeah we'll, we'll probably take another another two week two week hiatus um and then come back and and hit it with the with the regular content it really will start ramping back up when it gets closer to the draft but um as of right now i mean we'll so we'll definitely have an episode out next week and then after that will probably be a couple weeks off for us and then obviously when we get back into the full swing of things once we get to uh you know, once we get to the summertime and the training camp and all of that, and then when we're in the regular season, obviously it's, it's every week. So, but we have some really, really, really big things planned very soon. Don't we, Maddie Jane? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm very excited now. <laughs> well, guys, I appreciate y'all coming on today. This was a lot of fun. It took too long. Let's not make it be that long for the next time. Absolutely. It's all good, man. It's your show, Doug. Hey, hey. it is my show. <laughs> we got to get you on our show, bro. Hey, I've been waiting, y'all. He told me you were going to have me on a couple weeks ago. I was all disappointed. I was going to pump up my man, Deron Payton. <laughs> we'll get you on. We'll get you on. Don't worry. Yep. Thanks, guys. Right. Thank you.